Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Manor in the Mist. Um, today it's us together again, Tufty and me. And we're going to be talking about justice. But before that, I'd love to know what Susanna's had for lunch because it's lunchtime at the moment. Hmm, it actually was quite an exciting lunch. It was a mishmash of things. So, mum made this couscous with like roasted veg and avocado in it and then we had some leftover naan bread and um, onion bhajis from yesterday so they were on the side of the plate delicious (laughs) it was very nice yes what about you nice i had um two slices of toast one i put like bits of chicken from the day before but you know when you have like pre-spiced chicken or with like the orange one orange like have you do you have orange chicken in the supermarket um i never had it oh well it's like it's got i think paprika and like i don't know cayenne pepper or something anyways it has all this orangey sauce and it's literally it gets everywhere and i was (laughs) struggling (laughs) and um and I had one with apple strope, which is very Dutch. It's it sounds very right. yeah, it's an apple jam, but it it doesn't really have a jam consistency. People also put it on their pancakes. Hmm. Like and apple sauce. Had, yeah, right. like apple sauce, but but it's black. Like it's dark it's black. black. Mm. Yeah, it's it's no, it's not the apple sauce that you've got in mind. It's completely different. It's um it's like a syrup but then thick. Okay, I, this is hard. <laughs> okay. I'll look it up later if you tell me how to spell it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had some bits of um bell pepper as well. Mm. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And a glass of apple juice. And a glass of um, water, because it's really hot here. Yes, you did say. I was going to ask if you have one highlight from your week as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I had a friend over from um, Stuttgart in Germany. And uh, we went kayaking down the River Mass, um, which is basically in between the border of the Netherlands and Belgium. And it was such a sunny day and it was super peaceful on the river. And we just took the whole afternoon and we brought a little packed lunch in the kayak. Um, it was really nice and we did some swimming as well. So that was definitely a highlight. Mm, that sounds wonderful. I really want to do that too. Mm. And yours? Um, I've already told you about this, but um, painting with my friend on Zoom. She'll probably listen yeah. to this, so shout out to you, Cheska. I had a wonderful time with you. Um, cause I, yeah, we did a Bob Ross tutorial over zoom and it was like a sunset mountain picture. And mm-hmm. I've seen lots of people do the tutorials and they always turn out really well. So I was quite skeptical. I was like, oh, bad. you know, it's going to be terrible. But actually I think anyone could have a go. What's nice is like, it's not a very um, detailed sort of intense picture. Like Bob is just like, slap it on do a little swoop swoop here a swoop swoop there and it just makes it very relaxing and takes the pressure off trying to sort of create something perfect and actually I really liked what I created and it was fun to do it with a friend as well rather than having to just speak you know intensely 
back and forth it just feels like you're hanging out with a friend which is what we Mm -hmm. do normally so it was really lovely yeah he's really nice isn't he He really you don't it doesn't have to be perfect and you add some happy little clouds here and that and there's like a random bit in the middle where he like was just holding a squirrel for a while (laughs) (laughs) did you have the right materials um I mean he has very like big brushes I had one like big paintbrush I didn't have he had this sort of like flat hard sort of scrapey thing that he would sort of make mountains with I didn't have that I just used and I had like a a paper plate that I used to mix the paints but I got by I think it's fine as long as you have you easier if you have bigger brushes because he does a lot of like sweeping motions nice i'm glad you enjoyed that yeah so we we just shortly mentioned but we're going to talk about justice today and um yeah i'll shortly give a bit of insight into why we're talking about this topic Mm -hmm. so um yeah naturally we're all probably very aware of the fact that we're in a world where there is a lot of injustice um there's a lot going on at the moment and Tufty shared a bit more in depth last time about the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, in within that, we can definitely see a lot of people who are treated um, unjustly. And then I have, um, during the COVID time, been more aware of the problem of uh, cyber sex trafficking and exploitation. Um, I don't know how many people are aware of this, but because of lockdown, there were a lot of families who couldn't raise, um, like couldn't bring in enough money for the family household as they would usually do. And they were forcing their children to um, yeah, perform sexual acts in front of the webcam because that's something that they could get paid for. Can I ask a question? Yes. Is that um, around the world or in a particular country you're reading about? It's mainly um, like the Philippines, uh, other places in Asia, but also in Africa, mm-hmm. um, poorer regions. But it it actually happens in other countries as well. But the most of most of these like hubs or places where it happens is is in the uh, less wealthy countries. Okay. Yeah. And then, and it's literally children age six even that suffer from Mm. this. And then not only was the, there was more offer, but there there was also a higher demand because of, well, these perverse people who are in lockdown and, and just want more of that kind of entertainment, which is, yeah, to me, absolutely terrible. Um, disgusting Mm. but also here like very visible to see that there are people who don't haven't been educated on what other ways there are to um earn money or don't or just aren't getting those kind of opportunities and are treated unjustly so that's another problem and then you may or may not know also about the situation in yemen and the lack of medical Um, facilities and loads of deaths due to covid as well so there's just a lot of injustice going on yeah 
And what we kind of want to talk about today is how do we respond as Christians and what is justice from God's perspective and kind of shed a bit of light on on the topic of justice. Yeah. Um, And also we could say that we're going to be using the term justice today purely because that is the term that that is used in the bible so it's not Mm -hmm. i know social justice is a term that's kind of come around um i don't know i think it was maybe like in the 18 like the 1800s or something i think i read somewhere that it was first coined or something Mm -hmm. um yeah so it's been around for a while but i think we're just going to be sticking to what the bible says as as christians um and then I can mention a couple verses so we can just see actually, does the Bible talk about justice? What does God say about justice? Um, so there are so many verses actually that talk about justice. Um, and then sort of two of the main ones that we highlighted were from Isaiah chapter one, verse 17, which says, learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless and plead the widow's cause. And then there's another one from Proverbs 31, verses 8 to 9, which says, Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. Yes. Yeah. And these are just just a couple because actually throughout the whole Bible, there is such focus on on justice but also like being a voice for those who are oppressed and Jesus at the very beginning of his ministry I'm just in my bible trying to find the verses but at the very beginning of the ministry his ministry he's talking about that he's come specifically to free the oppressed in Luke chapter 4 verse 18 It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Hmm. So it's, it's a pattern, not just, of course, in the Old Testament, in Proverbs and Isaiah, but also clearly in Jesus's ministry. Yeah. But as you just mentioned, yeah, we're talking about justice rather than social justice. Do we want to shortly elaborate on how they maybe differ? Because I had like a definition of it, um, which is it's to do with um, the redistribution of of advantages and resources to disadvantaged groups. Um, to satisfy their right to social and economic equality. Well, so this, there's this scenario. Um, if somebody commits a crime, say robs a shop, mm. but they have had a childhood where they've been abused, um, they've, been, they've always lived in a disadvantage, they have been, I don't know, bullied as a child, um and and out of these like they have this specific situation in their upbringing they seem not to really know any better than to do this crime yeah in comparison to just somebody who comes from a 
a loving and um, safe environment and, and commits a crime. Um, the question could be, to what extent does the upbringing of this person influence the punishment? Yeah. I don't know if that necessarily relates to social justice versus justice, but I think we could still ponder upon this question. I mean, like, in that the video that I showed you, I know, like, not all the points were perhaps um, sort of in line with what we think, but they did talk about that example of how I think social justice can be maybe perceived in the way that it's... Um, it's not just about whether the person did the crime or didn't do the crime. Um, individual responsibility can be lost because they will consider the group they're from, their sort of socioeconomic status, their background, and then may um, sort of lessen the charges based on on those factors. Mm-hmm. Um, so what the difficulty is, is should that be the case? Um, because you feel compassion for that person or does justice should justice just be served regardless of the person's background like whoever they are if they commit a crime they should be punished for that crime and if they're innocent they should be let free so there's no partiality Mm -hmm. either way yeah and what I believe is that there should absolutely be compassion and love um so imagine someone has committed a crime and has this background that that could be the one of the reasons why they are more prone to committing crime um there should absolutely be punishment uh sorry compassion mm. but i do also think there is there should be punishment because if we look at god he convicts us like the holy spirit convicts us of sin we should understand that we've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. But with that comes molding and, um, and guiding and, and growing to, in the next case, not do it again or, you know, to, to do our best to not fall into the temptation of sinning again. Yeah. And so um... God is a just God, but he is compassionate in wanting us to learn from this mistake yeah exactly like even in in exodus 23 um one of the things god says is do not show favoritism to a poor person in a lawsuit which is something we may tend to do is you sort of tend to be against the rich and you know in the favor of of the poor but god actually just seeks justice to be done and compassion to be had on the person that was wronged um But also, yeah, it's a lot about mercy and forgiveness, which is what Jesus showed to us on the cross. Like, that is the whole gospel. So for us to go around not showing those things would be not living in the way that we were called to live. Yeah, very true. Do we want to elaborate a bit more on um, punishing wrong versus being just in how we treat people like the two hebrew words yeah that's quite interesting um would you share about that yeah so i read in this article from the gospel coalition um talking about 
the biblical conception of justice, which is primarily captured in two Hebrew words. I'm going to try and pronounce them. Mishpat and Tzedekah, um, which Tim Keller explains. So um, there are the two Hebrew words for justice. Um, Mishpat occurs um, in the Old Testament, and it's talking about punishing wrong. So um, treating people equally, punishing every person on the merits of the case, regardless of race or social status. Um, but then there's also this idea of tzedakah, which is um, about being just. So it's the way that you treat people. Um, and it's also often translated as being righteous. So maybe when you read that phrase, it could often be that Hebrew word in the Bible. And um, they talk about how often we can see righteousness in the Bible and think that it means like just being sort of moral um, like in, in yourself um, but actually it's day to day the way in which you treat others with um, fairness and equality and love and generosity and so those two are kind of both um, encapsulated in the word justice. Yes I really like that elaboration um specifically the second word as well that you mentioned um like being righteous so what does that look like for us practically in our day-to-day life Hmm. um i also thought about another example of jesus um because if you think about how he like sat with tax collectors and prostitutes right so Mm -hmm. you know in terms of their behavior what they were doing is wrong and tax collectors were really shamed upon for sort of betraying um, their their people. Um, you might have thought, oh, the, the right thing to do would be for Jesus to say, because of the way you've you've behaved, I therefore don't want to be associated with you. But actually he treats them as family, just as he would anyone else. He sits with them and with his disciples and he actually chooses Matthew to be a disciple who is a tax collector. So, yes. And then also he he meets with the Samaritan woman and Samaritans were like despised by the Jews. They were um, in like hostility with each other. And also she's a woman. And obviously like Anne also she'd um, been in multiple relationships. She wasn't living. She wasn't married to the man she was living with. She was an outcast socially. So there were so many factors um, that would sort of justify in the eyes of many people um, sort of not talking with her not treating her with dignity and value but we see Jesus doing that treating her as he would anyone else um so I think by looking at his example we can see it means to love the person that is made in the image of of God um and not count them as any less um because of their background their race their status whatever yes I'm vigorously nodding. (laughs) I also think this ties in with um, something that I do sense sometimes around me because, like you mentioned, you know, these people had done wrong, but Jesus is there to, to spend time with them, to be an example of love, to forgive them as well. And I feel like sometimes um, people tend to, if they if they've been wronged by someone it, that it sometimes just seems acceptable to to do wrong back like there's this revenge idea that seems to be okay um mm-hmm. 
but that's really not what the bible teaches like if we undergo injustice first of all it's not our responsibility to to punish someone else yeah up to god so we bring the injustice to god and god will deal with it fairly and if the criminal or if whoever has like the person who's done wrong repents um and has this like grief in their heart for what they've done wrong then jesus can forgive that sin Mm. yeah yeah it's actually really interesting because you think about like justice on the one hand being very much black and white like god has to punish sin because he hates sin um and then you also see the other side which is the cross and that's like that is justice because someone has to die in our place but it's also like love and mercy at the same time so it's a really Mm -hmm. interesting picture overall of how how god views justice yeah exactly it seems contradictory but it's actually just a complex paradox which is which in that um yeah jesus jesus does pay the price the price is paid for sin um so that there is the punishment that is necessary but we have it we have access to free freedom from the guilt of sin because of what he's done Mm. yeah yeah so like more practically do you want to talk a bit about your involvement in like justice missions and stuff like how did you um sort of put these beliefs into practice yes gladly um i think there's always more that i can do and sometimes i feel almost pressured into like oh how do i make sure that i stand up um in the name of justice i think this is something that we should all pray for that god puts particular things on our heart where we can be active or where we can have a voice or where we should not say something um etc but for me personally uh what i highlighted at the beginning of the podcast with uh, cyber sex trafficking um actually this much broader than just that there is still a lot of modern day slavery um like widows for instance who have land but when they became widowed someone else thinks they have the right to take over that land and so they don't have the opportunity to uh, build their own crop and instead they kind of work as a slave on their own land that's just one example of modern day slavery but there is so much more and so i was part of international justice mission i'm still an advocate for them but i'm not like part of the organization anymore just because i had other things happening um but i used to go around secondary school and primary schools and teach about modern day slavery Mm. um, and child abuse um within that and just to bring awareness of how real this topic actually is and how privileged we are here in the West. Um, Yeah, so that was a very intriguing time of my life and taught me a lot. And I think, I mean, one one thing we did, which was really good and which you could also try doing at home was um, we did a clothing swap with uh, 
oh I'm, I've lost the Dutch the English word for this <laughs> it's okay yeah. it was an auction mm-hmm. so people could like say which clothing items they liked and then we would auction them and all the money that was raised went to the organization so oh. you could find an organization that stands for a specific cause that you think is important and in that then like find ways to raise money um you can of course donate but in this way we went home with pretty clothes and it was sustainable of course and secondhand and everything and mm. we supported the international justice mission and that was such a great evening also being given the chance to teach some other people and raise awareness about the problem mm. to close we could think about more just more generally what can we take from this topic of justice that will impact how we just love people and treat people day to day yes yeah Yeah. and how can we reflect jesus in our day-to-day life basically that's what we that's why i'm a christian because i want to be a disciple of christ and how can i be most like jesus in yeah in a sense of justice yeah because i guess love means not overlooking wrongs because it's not just loving to the point where you ignore injustice even in like with your friends or your family it could be having a hard conversation or standing up for someone if you see something happening but it's also I guess doing that with humility and with the desire to redeem the situation to show compassion and mercy and not to not to condemn absolutely well said yes that's a great closing point great well i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope it's given you some more things to think about it's been quite a heavy heavy last few episodes but i think it was important for us to address these things yes we might we might find something more lighthearted to speak about but i do have some ideas oh you do yeah (laughs) oh i'm curious yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you um privately Woohoo. <laughs> That's nice. Cool. All right, then we wish you all a wonderful day in in the Netherlands. It's very very sunny, but it's supposed to be Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be a thunderstorm at four o'clock. Yeah, I think so. So, yes, we wish you a wonderful day. Have a good one. Be joyful. Do a little <laughs> dance. Yes. Okay. And we'll uh, speak soon <laughs> see you soon well speak soon <laughs> <laughs> a really bad ending yeah me bye too. <laughs>